The Spook of Rotten Row by William Theodore Parks Read for LibriVox.org One evening, as in troubled mood, I sampled Rotten Row. Across my scapula I got a sharp, conclusive blow. A flat concussion with a palm was quick and deftly laid, with rude familiar forwardness against my shoulder-blade. The impact curled up my blood, and almost in a thrice, my heart refrigerated too, an imprompt lump of ice. I feared it was a bailiff, and I sprang from off the sod. I'm but a ghost, said he, you need. Not start, said I, thank God. I confess that I as Jew, a bailiff's company. A ghost is much more welcome to a person fixed like me. Thus into swift acquaintanceship familiarly did glide. The spook of Rotten Row and I and walking side by side. We chatted in a varied way, and slowly sauntered round, until we came upon alone a sparsely plot of ground. Then halting there, the spectre cried, in accents like a knell, "'Twas here I fought a duel once, and there it was I fell. Behold a thistle growing there, and yon a shamrock too, and there in every season past a little wild rose grew, a nursery in miniature, of sign of kingdoms three, that sprang spontaneous through the sod, from blood that flowed from me. For though my sire was Rupert Smith, my mater was a lynch. My grandmother Perpater was a Flora Jane McTinch, and uncle on the mother's side a Belfast McInfee. This made the union perfect, and embodied thus in me, was typed the British Empire, per my consanguinity, and it's an interesting fact that Wales can share the fame and pride of my nativity, for Jones it was the name my mother first accepted as a matrimonial claim, but Jones was testily inclined, and all about a myth, in jealous hate he fell before the blade of Rupert Smith, then Rupert Smith he minded of the widow's wail and tear, and in remorse he married her, as consequence I'm here. The record of my gallant sire to hot complexion grew, in me till I was minded of a cause for fighting too. I knew a maid, and for her sake my daily life was fuss. It was not always for a maid a man's affected thus, but when she wasn't by my side I felt how lonely space would be if man could not behold a single woman's face. And so I fondled, petted her, and worried, wrote some rhymes, and even got them published in a small suburban times. I took some pestilential pains to learn the minuet, and trained my voice to harmonize with hers in the duet. We married were, I faith it was, a festial day for hope. To care we gave the conge and, to pleasure extra scope, till one day my joy was washed away like scented soap. "'Twas on this wise in Rotten Row, midst fashionable life, "'I found a promenader there, and conversed with my wife. "'I parleyed not a moment but, asserting manhood's law. "'I tweaked him by the nose and cried, "'Defend thyself and draw. "'Resenting my impetuous way, the old command to teach, "'he roused him in promptu fire of indignation speech, "'and with a sneer that galled my quick, he swore me I must die, but with the rough right royal oath I sneered him back the lie. 
Thy name, quoth I, I am, said he, a man of deeds and loans. And auction sales, I come from Wales, my name is Mervyn Jones. What, Mervyn Jones of Ponted Pride? Exactly so the same, said he, I heard of him before, and quivered at his name, for twas the same through which the world had come to hear of me. By pruning blade of Smith on Jones, his genealogic tree. Yes, I am Jones, quoth he, by loans and mortgaged for her life. Through debts to me, attorney's power, I hold upon thy wife. So skin thy blade, I'll give thee cause, to tweak my nose, hath he. I'll auction thee unto the bid, of good old broker death. Hereditary fate, it seemed, that I must fight with Jones. I would have shirked it, but for those, his irritating tones. I feared a compensating fate, might strike an even deal, betwixt the house of Smith and Jones, but skinning forth my steel. I smote at him by hip and thigh, by cart and eye by tierce. I held him to his guard with quick, aggressive strokes and fierce. But lo, the cunning of my wrist a moment lapsed with art. Of subtle fencer past my guard, he pinked me in the heart. It skivered me, just like a fork that spoils a grilling steak. I shivered with a yell and then a woman's cry and quake. Of joy from him with empty pang, I leaped in air and fell. A muffled music thrilled my brain, for me the passing knell. For numbing toe and fingertip, the graduating thrill of life's collapse crept over me. I wriggled and lay still. Then from the chrysalid of flesh, light-spirited I rose, and gazed upon my corpse as on a suit of cast of clothes. My widow shrieked and fainted but a golden vinaigrette. My slayer lifted from his fob, and to her nose he set. The dauble while he pinched her slapped her hands and brought her to. Then speaking to my mortal wreck, said he, Now as for you, I have avenged the slur upon my nose thy tweak hath wrought. Thou art the loser in the game of combat that thou sought. But lo, thy widow will not weep, it long, for I may say, She'll shed her weeds, and she will wed with me the first of May. Then, with my spouse upon his arm, he turned and sneaked away, and left me here a widowed ghost, I even to this day. My indignation at his wrongs, I told the grateful spook. Gramercy, cried he, as with misty fist my hand he shook, and charged me thus with eager verve of deep revengeful tones. If ever thou dost meet a man who deals in deeds and loans, who bears the patronymic and the shield of Mervyn Jones. I care not how, by forgery, by fist or aye by knife, by sneaking of his fiancée or mayhap of his wife, by burgling of his premises or pelting him with stones, avenge me on the offspring of the man called Mervyn Jones. I swear him, if such Christian man did ever dare my sight, in widest open day or from the nooks of darkest night, it mattered not if extra tall, or what his weight or width. I'd borrow from him to avenge the wrongs of Rupert Smith. I thank thee well, the spectre cried, with chuckle sad and grim. Adieu, and lo, he vanished through the hazy gloaming dim. He vanished, and I thanked my luck. He left no aching bones. For I'm a male descendant of the man called Mervyn Jones, and Mervyn haps my Christian name. A broker I am he. A windfall, fructification of that genealogic tree. Next evening, when I told this tale to Dr. Bolus Chuff, 
incredulous and unimpressed, with mien erect and tough, presenting a prescription for some tonic-tempered pills, said he through too much spirits you have got dds and chills. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.